Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I'm glad that you guys are here with us today. So we decided we're going to keep the action going. Uh, yesterday, we started with uh, yesterday, as if the timing of this works. Like, you guys just listened to it yesterday. I know you're listening to every word that we're saying, just hanging on to it. All right, day by, by day. Day by day, that's right. We want to keep going with part two of all the uh, great affiliate uh, information that Dean was sharing the other day. So with no, without further ado, I need to welcome him to the show. He and his horse are sitting outside the studio as we speak. They're, they're getting a little bit feisty because I've held them for so long. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. The one, the only, Mr. Dean Holland. Yeah. <laughs> I, every every day, every time we do this, I think, do I, do I pretend to be a horse today? Do I try and pull that noise off? And I'm like, I bail on it every time. <laughs> yes. We're going to have to get a horse sound effect. Yeah, we totally are. How's it going, man? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. How are you doing? Feels like uh, feels like we speak every day. Oh, we have. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, I would also, I, our audience can't see us, but I would like everyone to know that I am wearing our uh, limited edition Just the Tips t-shirt yes. today. I didn't plan. If, I didn't plan ahead. I failed. Yeah. I, if you, uh, I feel like we should do a uh, a swag contest. Ooh, yes, yes, you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, I said that. All right, we'll talk about that later. But for now, let's talk about let's get back into the affiliate marketing side of the world. Yeah, which uh, which I was talking about yesterday is complete, just kind of a complete. I don't know, just not even mystery to me. It's just something I don't even really think I knew the power of until I started talking with you about it recently and uh, a few other people. I was just like, man, paid traffic is amazing, but it's also amazing not to have to pay for your traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Or not to pay for it until the sale is done anyway. Yeah. Commission only traffic. Right. Right. Because Mark Zuckerberg wants to be paid regardless of whether people buy. Right. So Uh, unfair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And yet we all, we all shell out, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to him. So um, so so let's talk about this. And I think one of the things that would be really helpful is there are there are guaranteed to be people listening to this who are like, okay, cool. I haven't run cold traffic to my thing yet. Right. I don't really have like a dream 100 campaign. I don't have people that I either have that have big lists or or I'm not comfortable asking them because we don't have that kind of relationship yet. Sure. And uh, and I think starting anything is like usually the hardest place, right? Because you got to go from like no movement to some some movement. How how does somebody get started in an environment where uh, they don't really have the money for paid traffic? They haven't done a Dream One Hundred promo. They don't have any of these like big relationships built out. What what are they? I mean, these these guys just screwed, or is there something that they could do? Yeah, they're, they're screwed. They should just give up. All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap up the episode here. You heard it here first, everybody. 
<laughs> there we go show done today that was good part two that was done. super fast thank you for that dean <laughs> join us tomorrow for more demotivation <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> um so no it's a, it's a really really great question because i think like I, I see people a lot of times and you know it's easy to look at say like the big name people like like i i would look at say like russell brunson and think oh my gosh it's so easy for him he can get you know, all these big people like, I don't know, the other big gurus of the world promoting his stuff just by sending a text message over to them or something. You think, well, I can yeah. never do that stuff. How could I? Like, nobody's going to answer me. Nobody's going to respond to me. And I think probably we're, we're familiar with at least. I'm sure other people have read like Chet Holmes, I think was the ultimate sales machine. That was like the first place I was uh, introduced to like the Dream 100 type concept. And yeah. I know Russell's big on this and there's others. Um and people work literally for years to forge those relationships under the hope that one day there will be, you know, some mutually beneficial promotions that can take place and you'll have these huge influencers uh, promoting for you. But not only can that take a lot of time, it can also be like fairly expensive, I would say, in a way, because you're you're having to pay out for all this stuff that you're sending out all the time. And it may that may happen for years before anything can come back. And so the average person just starting out, I don't think that's necessarily quite easy or straightforward for the average person to just start doing that. And when um, you say get expensive sending all this stuff out, you're talking about like these packages that you'd send right. To get on somebody's radar and introduce yourself and what you're all about and how you can help them and stuff like that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like the the Dream 100 concept ultimately is where you you send stuff like physical items in the mail to maybe like you, you would have a list of like your top 100 dream affiliates that you'd love to promote for you. They have your audience already and you don't have those relationships. And so that Dream 100 approach is sending them stuff and you know, forging those relationships over a period of time, hoping that eventually one day that will come to fruition. But like sending them singing telegrams, for example. Right. Yes. And I, I, I often might just mail out naked pictures of myself. Right. Yeah. This is this is why Dean had to get really good at doing this. The yeah. non Dream 100. Way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, all of the Dream 100 people never replied. They've got a few restraining orders in various countries around the world also. <laughs> so like... I, I have always, I've, I've, just to be clear, I've never actually done that. So like for anybody that, that thinks that is the only way or that has to be done, like I, I to this day have never, never ever sent anything in the mail to anyone in that capacity. So um, the good news is, is there is other ways. There is easier ways. Now, I will just come back to the fact based on your question that I really don't think it's advisable to go out and try and get affiliates if you have not yet proven the offer yourself. You know, because you you just mentioned if somebody's kind of in a position with, you know, they've got no money for the ads and this and that, like I honestly don't believe personally that going out immediately for affiliates in that way is advisable. And the reason is, is that you don't want to view affiliates as like a one off. It's like in the previous uh in the previous podcast, right? We spoke about how my personal approach is, how can I have people promoting me on an ongoing basis, like for years and years and years to come. And that way, that's how you have these really strong affiliates that that help you make a lot of money and reach a lot more people. 
And so like, I, I fully believe that when somebody has got their offer before you even think about doing the affiliate stuff, even if it's on your radar to do is you've got to prove your offer first, like, because you've got to know your numbers. And, and again, it comes back to the fact of like, to everybody, like your traffic is your currency. Mm. Like that, that, that's my viewpoint is like your traffic is your currency and affiliate marketers in particular, like if they're choosing who to promote and what to promote, if you, if you go out and you manage to get some affiliates promoting your stuff that you've never promoted yourself yet, and they don't get any results, well, you can just imagine that next time they may not be quite as open and, and willing to promote for you because they lost money last time they did it. And that's how, like, I, I have that viewpoint as well from an affiliate standpoint, because as I said previously, like, that's how my business began. I was an affiliate first. And you, you have to understand that an affiliate will view, if they do a promotion and it returns poorly, it's viewed as like, I lost money promoting for you yeah. because they know they could have made more money elsewhere. And so like, okay, so, let, so, so let's, so let's, uh, let's figure out how to get through this, uh, sure. this, this challenge then. So you want something right. that's proven, but you don't want to go out to a whole bunch of affiliates. So I mean, do you spend a small amount of money on traffic just to get some initial numbers in? Do you talk with an affiliate and say, hey, all right, let's not send the whole list here. Let's do like a segment of the list because I don't want you to waste your waste your time and waste your money. Like what's what's the move to establish that baseline and get and get things really going? Yeah, good stuff. So there's there's two things that I I would consider in that point. Number one is yes, driving your own traffic, you know, proving the offer yourself. That's what anybody can do at a minimum, really, isn't it? Like if you have zero connections, you just take responsibility for it yourself, and you've got to go out and get your own traffic. Now, if you are in a a bit more of a fortunate situation, let's say you're in a mastermind or you, you've you've got some connections, even if they're not like your dream one hundred type people. Like I know, for example, that early on, because of a few friendships that I formed, there might have been one or two people that would, you know, be a bit more friendly towards me as more of a friend that would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some traffic. I'll test the offer for you and see what happens. So it's, it's really looking at those things. If you have the connections, that's obviously going to be the easier thing. If you've got people around you that are willing to test your offer for you, that's always going to be the easiest. But and in that case, though, you are being completely real and saying, hey, this is a test because this is an unproven oh, thing, right? So that you're not burning bridges and getting people upset that you told them one thing, it's not really another. Yeah, definitely. You want to, uh, in that in that sense, like one of the things that I would do is like, how can I still make it sound beneficial? Almost like you are going to be completely upfront, like you just said. You are going to say, look, I've got this brand new offer. It's not yet proven. It's not yet tested. Um but I'm very excited about it. I, be, I believe it's going to sell very, very well and be very profitable as an offer. Here's how the funnel looks. Um, like, would they be willing to test it for you? And then you've got to think, like, how do I make that proposition more valuable? Because it's like, oh, I've got this thing that may or may not make you any money. Will you tell your audience about it? Like, you might want to consider uh, a couple of things. Number one, how can you make it more enticing for them. So one of the things I might do in that situation, I might say, look, if you are willing to just test it out for me with your audience, I'll give you a hundred percent commissions on all of it. Like mm. you can just take all the money. Like because mm. and, and that's my give to you for being willing to, you know, help me out here. I know that I'm asking a lot. 
Um, but if you'd be willing to do that, I, I would just give you 100% commissions on everything that your customer buys. Because really what you're looking for in this instance is to prove your numbers. Right. It's to, it's to prove your numbers and optimize your funnel because once you've got some solid numbers, it becomes infinitely easier then to open the doors with other people because they're going to see it as a money-making opportunity. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So it kind of becomes an irresistible testing offer right? at that stage. It's like, okay, look, neither one of us knows what we're getting into, right? but I need, I need data and for any data that I can get, I'm willing to pay you 100%. Like, I'm never going to do this once. It's like a beta affiliate program almost. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's and brilliant. Like, look at any other benefits as well. You can, there's like another thing that springs to my mind would be that you could almost try and flip it on its head if you wanted to, that their audience would be the very first people to see it. You know, in one right. breath for an affiliate, that could be a negative. It's like, oh, you haven't tested this. I may, like, you might not make me any money. But in the other breath, you could flip that on its head. So you've got the, look, in, in appreciation, I'll give you 100% commissions on everything in the funnel. I don't want any money from this. I appreciate you for helping me out. Um, and another benefit could possibly be is that, you know, we do intend to get a lot of exposure in time on this offer. And obviously, your list of being your audience being the very first people to see it, you're more than likely going to get the best conversion, like, well, you're more than likely, you know, it's, it, like, do you see what I mean? Like making it a benefit that they're the first people to get the chance to get in. Well, it's almost like they've got an exclusive promotion period. Right. Yeah. For that, for that thing. And I know when there's a lot of these affiliate contests going on, you have so many people promoting the same thing. Exactly. That everybody's got to stack their own bonuses and all sorts of stuff. And if this, in this case, if they're the only person promoting it, they don't have to worry so much as like, competing against all of the other affiliates for that for that traffic. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's about like how can I how can I take what could possibly be a negative, flip it on its head and come up with a valuable proposition for potential affiliates. I think there's two great ideas there that we just threw out. Yeah, no, those are those are really really good ideas. Okay, so that's so that's that's how you would get the ball rolling. Right. If you were at a complete standstill, didn't really have money for traffic, didn't really have big, deep-seated relationships, and that sort of thing is to create this beta affiliate program offer for somebody who you're super direct, super straightforward and upfront with, and at the same time, give them extra love because they're willing to go out on a limb for you. And, and it's, I think the thing that I like about everything that you've talked about so far is managing and having these affiliate relationships you're constantly on the lookout for how to make sure there's a, a fair exchange of value. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And the, and the other thing is like, you're competing with all other offers out there in your space. Like when it comes down to like affiliate traffic, as, as we sort of alluded to in the last episode, like affiliates are always looking for the best offers and the best returns, you know? And, and, and so like you, you've got to have that, 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 that value proposition. You've got to have that great thing to, to entice people. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So let's, let's talk about a different scenario. Right. Okay. So that was the starting from still scenario. Sure. And, and maybe, maybe we could talk about, uh, you know, somebody who has relationships, who has not done an affiliate program yet. Is it still the same advice or like, you know, what, what do you think for somebody who's more established, right? We were talking about the less established person a moment ago. Yeah. Now we're talking about the, the more established person who's solely relied on paid ads up yeah. until this point. 
what's the move? What's the move for that person? Yeah, well, this this is where things get uh, definitely a lot easier than from the standing start, because if you've been driving traffic yourself, you've proven your offer, you've proven your funnel, it's optimized, you've got all the numbers, then you really can take that data, you can take that validated offer out to your your affiliates or out to the marketplace and find the affiliates backed up with proven data. You know, if you can show, you know, we've, you know, we've been testing and optimizing this offer for the last three months or whatever it is, you know, we've personally sent you know, 10,000 people to this offer. And, you know, these are all the numbers for every visitor we sent, we made on average, you know, like we said before that earnings per click uh, statistic, that's what a lot of affiliate marketers are going to look at. Like, because they will know how many how many visitors they can send on an average mailing or things like this. And so if you can reach out with those numbers and those numbers are either competitive with what's already out there or ideally the best, you know, the the stronger your earnings per click to an affiliate, the more likely you are to get on their radar and to get their attention because again, like we said previously, if your offer is going to pay them more for their traffic than anything else, why would they go elsewhere? You know, so yeah, so so um so here's here's a question that comes up for me at this point. Like we say, or we're gonna go out to the affiliates, right? Obviously, they're not all huddled in some tent somewhere, and we're gonna walk <laughs> in the tent and be like, "Hey, I've got an announcement, everybody. Right. Uh, we got a new offer for everyone. It's like three dollars earnings per click, right? Like they're not. How do you go out to the affiliates? Like where are they? How do you get in contact? How do you present that offer? to these people. And you mentioned a few minutes ago, like you've never done like a, uh, a mailing, like a dream 100 mailing. Right. Like, so, so what do you do? Um, so for me, it's like, for me, one of the things that I did just so, just so we're clear on like how I have some of the relationships and, and don't get me wrong. I, I would not deem that I have like dream 100 contacts. Like I, you know, like the Russell Brunsons and Tony Robbins and the, like nobody's like that's going to promote for me and that like that's that's cool like like I haven't needed that in my business I'm sure it would it would obviously be amazing but I I haven't gone to that stage and we've still done pretty well right but and and so like the approach I've taken is just that I I just network by getting to events you know I've you know I've the reason you and I know each other we we were part of the same mastermind and the reason you know we know a lot of people from going to things like funnel hacking live and various other events and and so just from like almost informal networking and just having a few drinks with people at these various events you you begin to naturally form more friendships rather than joint venture relationships that's like mm. I've never gone out there and thought right I'm going to go to that event purely to find me some affiliates. Like I, I don't go out there with that. You know, what I do is I, I go out to meet great people, share some good value. And hopefully like after the events, those things will come back around, you know, and, and, and like, I, I'll give you a prime example here, right? This is like a non dream 100 approach. So I actually, uh, promoted for somebody else many years ago, about five years ago. And that person, we actually crossed paths at Funnel Hacking Live again um, two years ago. And following up from that, we had a Skype call afterwards and we just really caught up like, oh, what have you got going on? And he actually said to me, do you have anything I can promote? I don't know if you recall, but you made me a lot of sales a few years ago. And I've never really, I've always felt like I needed to repay the favor. It was mm. like, like the law of reciprocation had kicked in. I mm. didn't even remember about it. 
But all like, and that is actually, um, that's the person that I, I sort of mentioned without naming, like in the last show that um, we did a, a, a promotion with recently and he made like $70,000 in a week. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that person. That all came from like, oh, we met at an event and oh, I promoted your product. And now years later, that person is now one of our top affiliates. You know, so that's been my personal approach in terms of like, well, how do you meet these people? How do you get to know these people? For me, it was getting out to events and getting out from behind the computer, forging relationships in that way, and then following up with people afterwards. Um, if you already have contacts, if you already know people, then obviously that relationship is already further down that line. And you can potentially just reach out to them and say like, hey, I don't know if you're open to this, but we've got this amazing new offer. Um, here's what it looks like. I think it'd be a perfect fit for your audience. Would you like to take a look? You know, if those relationships are already in place, it can be as simple as actually just asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, awesome. And so the, the, uh, one question that I've been dying to ask you, cause this is one of the things that you do so well, right. Is turn your own customers into affiliates. Yes. So I, Let's I talk think about that is, for a minute. I think this is something that most like information style companies or even software like i don't know most companies I, I i hesitate to say all but i think probably all companies should do this um yeah if you think about it who's who's the best advocates of you and your offer like you could you could go out to your market so say like we do ads right or you go out online and you promote your yourself or your own services like that's one way of selling stuff is to go out and promote yourself. It's probably the hardest way of selling stuff. But the easiest way of selling stuff is somebody else that's already bought that product or service, recommending it to other people based on their experiences. Like if you were going out, if you were out in vaca on vacation and you wanted to go somewhere to eat and you were looking for a restaurant, what would you rather do? Would you rather find it on Yelp and just, or just, walk down the street and walk in somewhere and hope for the best? Or would you ask a friend and say like, oh, you you live there. Where do you recommend? You'd rather go yeah. off a, a personal recommendation, right? Of somebody yeah. that's already experienced that place. And so if you think about your own business, who is the best possible person to, to be an affiliate for you? Besides your mom. Besides my mom and besides like dream 100 people <laughs> that have massive audiences, <laughs> it would be your, your existing customers, right? Like, yeah. like if, if so, take one of your clients, like I, I was, I was one of your clients. So take me, if, if I had people in my network that could be great clients for you, I would be a great affiliate. And, and the thing is like, it's also the easiest affiliate to recruit because right. instead of trying to go to a stranger or a dream 100 person and and sell them on your promotion, it's as simple as really like saying to your client or customer, like, hey, are you happy with everything that we've done? Like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been amazing. I can't believe the transformation, the results. It's been incredible. Oh, that's great. I'm so glad to hear. By the way, like, would you would you be open to actually telling, like referring others to us and getting paid a, a $500 commission or a $1,000 commission, whatever it might be? And it's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll put the word out to my audience. Like when we do mm -hmm. this podcast, how many times do we get to the end with a guest and they're like, oh, tell me when it's live. I want to promote it to my audience for you. Yeah, totally. Like, and that's, that's why. That's because a relationship has been formed. Even in that 30 minutes, we speak with people. So imagine how powerful it is having your own customers 
go out and tell their audiences. Like it could be their friends, it could be their followers, it could be their audience, like their list, their social media, whatever it might be. Like if your customers have gotten results with you, they are the best people to go and refer you more customers. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous to leave that on the table. Yeah. It's like that. that's how a lot of offline businesses have always relied on. Like offline businesses largely, like it's their like, their holy grail is referrals. You know, like I go in my chiropractors, like they thrive off referrals. Oh, do you know anyone else? Like, please mention, here's a couple of cards. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. (laughs) You know, it's like referral Mm -hmm. business. Same with restaurants and a lot of offline businesses. Well, I think online businesses, they're missing that trick. They're missing the fact that you have all these customers, like all these clients, like turn them into your affiliates. It's a, it's a no risk thing. And if you combine this, by the way, just to jump in on this, what we said in the previous episode was like, make it as easy as possible. Like make it as easy as possible. So one of the things that you can do, for example, if you have an online program, you could automatically, and when I know we're not going to get into like the techie how-tos on here necessarily, I'm sure, but like people can investigate. If I plant this seed, there are ways to automatically create affiliate accounts for all your customers. If you're selling mm. an online program and you're using, I don't know, ClickFunnels or wherever, you can sign your customers up as affiliates, either automatically or inside of your members areas or inside your products. Like you don't have to actually physically speak to every customer. It could be part of the process. Every customer could naturally become an affiliate for you. Yeah. I think I've seen some, you know, e-commerce examples of this, like, um, you know, refer three, get yours free, right? stuff, stuff like that, where they're just you know, really upfront about it. But I think you're right. Like a lot of, uh, I haven't, I haven't been doing this. Right. And I should, I should be. Um, and it's, uh, and it seems relatively easy, especially when you have something great that people really get a great result with and they love and yeah. you've developed that relationship and all the things that you said. For um, sure. like yeah, the, kind the of a no brainer. You've delivered the more passionately that person will be like it for you, for example, obviously you don't have like, your business currently has, to my knowledge, like you don't have like thousands of $5 buyers coming into your business. It's more right. like high ticket premium clients. So you're not dealing in like mass numbers of people. So for you, for example, what I would probably do in your scenario is more of like a, rather than saying like, oh, do you want to become an affiliate of ours? I would do it more like word it more perhaps towards like, do you know anybody else that would like to get the same outcome that we've been able to get for you? Like mm-hmm. if you do, mm-hmm. just so you know, like we do pay a referral commission of X amount per referred client, yeah. you know? And so instead of like, do you want to be an affiliate? It could be like, we, 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 we pay a referral fee if you know anyone else that would want to get the same results. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's uh that's a great way to put it. This may be a topic for another time. Cause I think we could probably go deep on this, but I am, I am uh, wanting to cover it. How do you decide what the appropriate affiliate commission is to pay out? Oh, great question. Um, so my approach has always been, what's the most I can pay and still make it viable? Mm. Because again, it, like I, I see, pe- I see people make this mistake a lot actually when it comes down to affiliate marketing. And I think, I think it comes from a lot of times. And again, I have to remind myself of this because it's I, I've lived and breathed it. But I'm in certain communities where they're not predominantly like in the internet marketing space, um, mm-hmm. and. And, and I see this and they say like, 
I'm looking at doing a referral commission or an affiliate program, like I was thinking of paying 10% on my digital course. What does anyone think? Mm-hmm. And it's like a, I don't know, like a $100 course and they want to pay like 10% or something. And it's digital with no major outlay or anything like that. And in that scenario, I'm like, you're crazy because the most expensive thing for any business is to acquire a customer. But once you've yeah. got that customer, you can sell more to them, right? And so my approach has always been, again, coming back to what we keep saying is that affiliates will go where the best bang for their book is, as I would say here in the U. They're going to they're gonna send their traffic where it makes them the most money. So you want to pay the most money because, again, the metric is earnings per click. If you've got a $100 course that costs you nothing to fulfill, but once you've created it because it's digital, let's say, if you paid $10 commission but somebody else comparable was paying a 50% commission, who's going to make the most money? Like which promotion is going to be more profitable? The 50% yeah. commission. So that's totally. where the traffic would flow if everything else was equal. And so like the question shouldn't be, what, what can I get away with paying so I can keep the most myself? The question should really be is, how do I structure my business so I can pay the absolute maximum that I possibly can? And I think this has been a huge contributing reason to the success of our affiliate programs. Like I I have commissions up to $3,000 a sale, Mm. like in our private affiliate program. So whereas a lot of companies, they will pay commissions on the front end stuff, like the $10, $20, $50, $200 courses. I'm paying commissions on our $10,000, $12,000 courses. Like, why would I possibly do that? Of course, I'd love that extra $3,000. That's a huge chunk of money. But I know that that's how I've had affiliates promoting for me for years with individual affiliates making as much as like over a million dollars in commissions. Right. Because I've created one of the most profitable affiliate programs in our entire industry and nobody out there can now compete with me. And as long as mm-hmm. I keep that focus, and that has to be, that that to me is what every potential affiliate program uh, owner should be thinking is how do I pay more? How do, how I, do I pay, pay the most? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's great. I think you know, like I said earlier, I feel like the theme uh, from this, you know, this entire this episode, and then the previous one that we did on affiliate stuff, all really comes down to how do I build great relationships and how do I continue to add value to those people, yeah, so that we have a relationship that's two way, not just one sided. Exactly. And I, and I feel like uh, in in many business situations, people approach things as a one sided, like what can I get. From oh, this, how yeah. how can this work for me? And you know, this I mean, this is like this is this goes back so far. You know, everybody talks about seek win win, hmm. and that's exactly everything you've talked about fits that model. It's how can I make it a win for the affiliate, and how can I make it a win for me? And obviously, exactly. if you you know when you're selling something that that's great, it's a win for the customer too. Exactly, so you know, three wins. Um, man, that's 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 awesome. Is there any uh, anything that you feel like uh, I should have asked you about your affiliate marketing prowess that I did Ooh, not? Gosh, it's such a vast topic. Um, I, th- I think you. Well, we're never we're never going to be able to talk about it ever again. So this is like again. literally the last. Yeah, literally it. <laughs> this is it. This is the end of the line. Necessarily about like, is there any questions that have been missed? I think it's obviously such a vast topic, and and really like for anybody listening to this, I mean, one of the things that we're always keen on is like. We're not just giving information, it's giving actionable steps that people can take. So I suppose like that would be the first thing is 
I would probably, if somebody is listening to this, they already have customers. The first thing I would do is start looking at how do I turn my customers into affiliates? Mm. That's going to be mm-hmm. the easiest thing. You've already got those people. They are potentially affiliates already. They potentially like there's a mutually beneficial thing at your disposal right now. If you have customers already, it's the quickest and fastest thing you can do. So that's that that would be my final tip is like go and do that first. If you have customers already, go see how you can turn them into affiliates. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I don't I don't uh I don't normally do this, but I feel uh under the circumstances it's appropriate to send you on your way with the trumpet fanfare today. So thank Yay. you, Dean Holland, for your amazing wisdom, gold, and knowledge. And uh, thank you to our guests as Dean rides off into the sunset. This is James Beef Real signing off with my amazing co-host, Dean Holland. We will talk with you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.